Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, a podcast created to help you get out of your head and into your life. That is, if you want to have more fun, freedom, happiness, peace of mind, and success whilst squeezing the juice out of every area of your life. Join Jackie Ford every Thursday. Hi everyone and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast. As you know by now, my name is Jackie Ford. I am a coach and a mentor living in Scotland but working globally. Ah my god, what's happening with this COVID pandemic? It seems to be one step forward and 40 steps backward at the moment. Something I always love to do, and you heard me speaking about it in the podcast last week, is I I love doing intensives. And during the pandemic, what's been happening is I have had to do these intensives online because of travel restrictions um, and people haven't, you know, been wanting to, to come and do things in person. And I told you in the podcast last week, I was just so freaking excited that I would get to do an in-person intensive um, with one of my apprentices, um, Pamela. And we have just spent the last three days together and, you know, when you've got somebody sitting in your front room and the fire's going and it's comfortable and it's peaceful and the candles are lit and you've just had an absolutely cracking weekend together, it just seems right <laughs> to sit down and, you know, to just have a chat and see what comes out of the podcast because we have had a hoot together. <laughs> uh, I think Pam's seen how I have a filter but it just doesn't work, it's broken and um, Amazon don't seem to have a replacement for me. <laughs> None of them seem to be working. Um, and, you know, Pam has also seen some really, really gorgeous things about her human experience. And I'm hoping that at some point we're going to get to share them uh, during this podcast. So, Pam, it's lovely having you here. And it has been lovely having you here. And I would love for you just to introduce yourself to people and, and explain to them what brought you here in the first place, you know, as comfortably as you can. Sure, sure. Well, thank you for having me here and and on the podcast. It, it is lovely sitting in front of the fire and just watching the the beautiful flames and stuff. And excuse the voice, I'm a little bit croaky, but I think that's possibly too much laughing, speaking, and potentially thinking I had COVID at one point. But obviously we've tested, <laughs> and um, I don't, so that's good. Um, but what brought me here? Oh, so I've always lived what I would say is a a fast-paced life and particularly in my head I think and um, sort of high-powered jobs, high-powered social life, high-powered everything really. I would say I'd never never happier than I was up to my neck and everything and then it just all became too much and I've always been interested in spirituality and coaching and, 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 and things like that. I'm an HR professional with my own consultancy firm, so people are a, a huge thing for me. And but you come back to that thing where you can't really help anyone else until you can help yourself. And you know, I think I kind of ran myself into the ground and was looking all, always, always, years and years and years and, you know, lots of alternative stuff that I would call alternative Reiki, angels anything soothing. I was looking for something to soothe me, I believe. And I came across the principles probably about, initially about four years ago, and kind of dipped my toes in the water mm. here and there and different things and stuff. But I kind of knew when I when I started that this this could be different. And 
so I dipped in and out of it, you know, and amongst a chaotic life and stuff. And then the chaos, I don't know if it was compounded by lockdown and, you know, working in a, at home in a room and being isolated and stuff, but, you know, somewhere, somewhere I saw this thing that, that said when the student's ready, the, the teacher will appear. And, you know, I love all that stuff where it's meant to be. <laughs> Me too. Well, love it, just love it. And... You know, I think back to how I found you, Jackie, and it's like, I, I honestly can't remember the exact moment, but I just knew when, I, I think I saw you on YouTube or something, and or I probably Googled Three Principles Scotland or something, mm-hmm. and you came up, and I, I started looking at looking into you and stalking you online, and, and then, you know, the kind of rest of it is history to a certain extent, because mm-hmm. we're, we're here today, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, we connected, mm-hmm. and you you know it's, it felt like the right thing to do and you know I remember I think saying to you I think this is my last stop yeah if this doesn't you know because mm-hmm. I just so wanted to get this what I could see other people I could feel that other people could see something mm-hmm. feel something live a different life and and I just really wanted that mm-hmm. um and Oh, it's just been a, the the most fantastic experience, um, but yeah, I'm going I'm going to pause for a second because that's a little bit of a long intro, and you know, and 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 that's when the emotions and stuff start to come when you're when you're sitting and reflecting, and yeah, deep breath time for me. <laughs> Listen, listen, people that you're listening. That that this is this is something that I am really grateful for because she hasn't stopped talking on weekends. <laughs> so a wee pause is, is quite nice. No, I'm joking. It's, it's been a lovely experience, and as you can hear, Pam's from Scotland too. She's she's further up north of Scotland than, than I am. So you're going to hear differences in our our accents, but still these gorgeous Scottish lilts. You know what? What Pam's pointing to is really really true. I I found this in my own journey. Um, to awakening, to me, it's a journey of awakening. It's it's not just you know a journey of learning about the principles. I think there's a moment in all of our lives where we feel that life isn't quite right, and there's something there's something else. And what we naturally do is we look outside of ourselves. That's the cosmic joke. We look outside of ourselves to find the answers. So I found myself, as you all know, <laughs> in the self help section of of various bookstores. The stories there. Kids kids were in the store, dad was in the stores, and my husband, Mr. Lovely. Jerry couldn't find me, asked the girls where mum is, and at four, six, and two, my kids could go mum's in the self-help section. So from the age of about 30, I was looking outside of myself for answers. So did the self-help, did the, you know, became an NLP trainer, became a hypnotherapist, became an NLP master trainer, became an NLP advanced master trainer. Um, and still, 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 still wasn't quite where I knew I wanted to be. I knew there was more, you know, and, and I know Pam will talk about this later as well. It's kind of like there's there's something that keeps pulling you and pulling you and you don't settle. You just don't settle. And so I went away and I studied with Wayne Dwyer, or I studied with Barbara DeAngelis, studied with Eckhart Tolle, because I knew there was a spiritual component, there was something else. You know, and I was brought up as a religious person, and I've always believed there was something, something bigger, more maleficent than, than me, that, you know, that, that, that I wasn't in control, but I wanted to be in control. 
<laughs> and I believed I was in control for many, many a year. And it was only when I came across the principles that I realised that I'd went from searching to knowing. Now, that doesn't mean it's the end of learning and development. It doesn't mean it's the end of wanting to know more or looking at things more deeply. For me, what it meant was I didn't have that horrific... I have to listen to 50 podcasts a day and watch God knows how many videos and read so many books. There wasn't that, and I talk about this too, this vampire-like hunger to satiate my search. I settled. I guess that's what I'm pointing to, I settled. Do you know, it's, there's so many things there that are so similar mm. to, 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 my, to my story. When you say like the self-help books and stuff. You know, I've got a friend of mine that we used to swap books and stuff, mm. and she used to say to me, oh, I found this book, and it's called Such and Such, and I'd be like, look at me. It doesn't work. I've read it. <laughs> Did you just hold the cover, though? <laughs> Did you just hold it? Want it to infuse through your being? Because so many people do so that. They don't actually read the bloody book. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because... But you do. You, you mm. And I, th- I think all of these things get you maybe a step did get me a step closer to mm-hmm. where I am now. Mm-hmm. But even when I listened to the similarities, Jackie, of of the stories, I'm I'm further down this 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 journey now and I <laughs> I'm starting to see that it's it's not a coincidence that we're that that people feel the same. Mm-hmm. I think there's you know, just because we don't talk about it and yeah. share our fears and stuff, you know, I've lived lot of my life in fear and just because you know you're but you're good at your job you're a professional you're this you're that you, you can't say actually I'm scared of myself yeah you know because yeah. you can't admit any weakness or anything mm-hmm. in these corporate and corporate world etc so it's not until you meet like-minded people and stuff mm-hmm. that you actually realize we've got, everybody's got so much in common about the yeah. the fear of life and the fear of yourself and and this and that I I knew there was something in here that that could could maybe take some of that away, mm-hmm. you know, maybe take some of that away. And um, I just kept going and going. I remember people saying, "Stay in the conversation." And there has been times when I've been like, "I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> I can't hear it." Um, and and I did the same thing. I'd I'd finish work on a Friday night and just listen to podcast after podcast, YouTube after YouTube about three principles and trying, you know, su- I was suffocating myself with three principles stuff and I still couldn't get it and then mm-hmm. but I kept, I, something told me to keep going mm-hmm. keep going and it's in that keeping going, Pam, there's trust isn't there, there's trust that there is something there, there's a knowing that you can't explain that you just can't articulate you know when you were talking about sort of corporate I mean, you know that that's my story as well. You know, yeah. over three decades in, in corporate, you know, and high-flying positions, you know, excellent salaries, excellent perks. And, you know, it comes with a pair of handcuffs. They want blood. They, 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 want, they want their money's worth out of you. And I remember, Pam, because, you know, three young kids... My husband, we'd just moved house. My dad had just been diagnosed with bowel cancer. My mum wasn't particularly well. They lived in a different city. I remember 
the fear of thinking, I can't lose my job, I can't lose my job, I'm the main earner here, I can't lose it. And I put up with an awful lot of stuff that wore me down, Pam. It was exhausting. You know, there was bullying in the workplace, there was a lot of judgement from people. It just it wasn't healthy, it was toxic. It was a toxic workplace. But I just kept going and kept going because I was scared that we'd set ourselves up for this lifestyle and I couldn't walk away from it. I felt trapped that I couldn't walk away from it. And then I had all the, the things about my dad dying and my mum and, and the three young kids, three our daughters and... I was burning out, Pam. I was stressed mm. and I was burning out and I didn't know that that's what was happening to me. Yeah. I really didn't know. And that was why I was searching. I was I was like, I don't feel right. And, and I thought it was me. I didn't realise that it was the environment and it was the other people and it was my perception of all of it. Mm-hmm. I was replaying scenarios over and over and over in my head, conversations over and over, reading emails and looking for the deeper meaning of what people were saying to me and not accepting things at face value mm-hmm. because I didn't feel safe and I felt anxious and I was overwhelmed with life, with my family, with my job, with my boss, with the situation. Because when I was growing up, you know, I was a child of the 60s, so the, the stories and the conditioning that I was given growing up where you can have it all, Jackie, you can have the high-flying career and you can have your family, you can have it all. Um, don't talk to people about what you're feeling and thinking because there was a huge stigma around mental health and stress and depression and all of these things. Just keep it to yourself, keep quiet. So I learned not to talk about how I was feeling. I learned that, ah, you throw lemons at me, I'll make lemonade. Ha, 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 don't rain in my parade. You know, all of this. You know, I'm a strong woman and I had my power play on my... We didn't have Spotify then. (laughs) (laughs) I had my 40 CDs in my Walkman (laughs) um, uh, or in my car that I would play to to give me that that, that boost of external self-confidence I felt to get me through things. So I wasn't dealing with feelings, emotions, thoughts. I was suppressing, repressing thought. And that's not healthy. But because nobody talked about it at the time and there was such a stigma, what do you do? What what do you do? Whereas I feel now it's much easier for people. And in that suppression, what happens is you soothe, you know, mm. time to to do things that, that make you feel better. And for me, it was was eating. It was, you know, I ate. And I didn't realise, I didn't realise I was doing it. Mm, mm. And and same for me, you mm. know, you're looking for that, looking for that escape, you know. I'm like the typical Bridget Jones, the longest <laughs> relationship I've had is with a bottle of wine, you know. <laughs> and, and that was my solace, you know. It's like, how quickly can I get the wine opened yeah. when I get in, in the door? It's like the wine's open before my jacket's yeah. hung up type of thing. That's when we used to work in an office. And then when you don't work in an office, then it becomes a... It can become more of a problem, really, mm. um, because you've, you've got that available to you. But, you know, to... It's, it seems strange now because it's such a, such a short amount of time, I think, you know, compared to the late the time I've been on the planet that I've been been working with you, Jackie, mm-hmm. and that how that's really changed for me. Um, you know, I, I just feel so much healthier now and, 
you know, so much more in, in control of my my thinking. It's not it doesn't even controls doesn't even feel like the right word because mm-hmm. it's it's just eased away mm-hmm. the 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 mental sort of torment of ruminating about everything and everything that everybody said and everything that I said and oh goodness me I was exhausted and you know maybe you know sitting having a couple of glasses of wine at night was you know how you switched off that switch Mm -hmm. or tried to kind of thing but I mean alcohol Pam sort of it lowers your awareness you know it just it people think that it it helps them sleep and it but it doesn't it, it lowers your awareness you make decisions you wouldn't normally make yeah you know and you probably wake up in the morning and you're not feeling any better you're you're <laughs> you're putting yourself on a, the back foot before you yeah. before you start but mm-hmm. you know certainly uh, i mean this is a this is a really it's a really interesting experience because you know you know there's something there and it's it's almost a bit like I was I was thinking about this this morning and you know it's like it's almost for my experience of it has been that it's like joining up the dots and mm. and all of this you know there is no one answer you can say well, how 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 does this work it's really difficult to articulate that and say how does it work but when you see it you see it and <laughs> and you and you. You can't unsee it, and for a yeah. long, long time I couldn't see it, and I, oh, it used to drive me nuts. Um, it used to drive me nuts, and I used to get really annoyed when I thought, saw other people who could see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, so ter- it's terrible, you know. I feel really, you know, I feel I was happy for them, but I was like, why can't I get that? And you know, as you know, Jackie and I have already spoken about at length this morning that something happened for me yesterday that just joined that extra dot that I needed I felt I needed to say this, I've I've seen this, I've seen how this works because I, I, I understood it all, I got it and I could understand how that would work but I hadn't seen it, seen it mm-hmm. and when I did see it, it was so almost laughable, it was, it was almost like who's the joke been on this whole time you know, a, a really weird, I'll call it weird, but lovely experience of, you know that that's actually what you're thinking's not actually true. <laughs> it's not actually what's happening. Mm-hmm. You're thinking that, that's why you're feeling so bad. And you realise you're doing that yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to laugh, cry, you know, I feel like I said to Jackie, I think I won the lottery today, you know. And genuinely that's how I felt. Amazing. It's a real relief, isn't it, that that you can see the source of suffering, you know, and to be able to laugh at that and see the joke behind it instead of giving yourself a hard time that you've spent, and I'm talking for myself here, Pam, you know, the, the, yeah. you've spent decades in turmoil um, through no fault of your own. Just to see that and be okay with that and, and, and see the joke behind it. And this is why I'm, I, I laugh a lot and this is why I love having fun and this is why I do hold things very, very lightly is because being able to see what you've seen 
and I've seen on this earth right now is pretty rare. Yeah. And there are so many people out there that are suffering needlessly. Oh, totally, totally. Um, and if you, oh, it's like I was saying to you this morning that the, the, the beauty of this is, is so much in this in the seeing. <laughs> I, I don't want that. It sounded like a bit of a serious moment there. It is a serious <laughs> moment because, God, I know what it's like to go through turmoil and and in your in your own head you know and nobody else knows it's happening but when I walked in here this morning because I'd been crying on the way here laughing on the way here when I was driving because of this experience that I'd had and then I, we were chatting away and all that's in my head just now is I've got it I've seen it I've got it and I came in and I said to chatting away to Jackie and I said you never guess what though I don't I, I mean I feel a bit better today but I've got it I've got it and I couldn't wait to tell her, and she what? What, you've got COVID? <laughs> I was like, your senses beforehand were all about COVID and your cough oh, and your cold. It was so... <coughs> it was so funny. <laughs> you know, my mind's on the total... All my head is full of is, you know, thinking... But I'd started off the sentence with, you know, I felt a lot better when I got up to take something to school, but no, I've got it, I've got it. <laughs> I've got it, I've got it. I feel better today. I've still got a cold. My my head's stuffed up. Um, But I've got it, Jackie. It's like, what? 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 COVID? Uh, As I call it, the COVID. You got the COVID. The COVID. So you nearly had a guest for 10 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have minded. I'd just put you in the way swing and shut you in your room and left you. Beautiful place to isolate. (laughs) In fact, I think I do have it. As you know, Jenny and I wouldn't care. We'd be like, come on in, it's fine. Come on in and you'll have had your tea, though. <laughs> Jenny's from Edinburgh. They're not known for their generosity. Sorry for all my Edinburgh listeners. I know that you are not like that. Um, I just love making that joke, especially being from Glasgow, because Glaswegians are just so open and friendly and generous. And they are, oh, they're a breed. Unto them. I mean, they really are. Love, love, love Glasgow people. Oh, I love Glasgow as well. Mm, yeah. Beautiful people. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's it's lovely to to rest in this space and and then to, to, to be able to see something and see something new. And for some people that comes, you know, listen to podcasts, it comes listening to, you know, a, a, a webinar or somebody speaking, or it comes from reading a book. And I love that because we all have insight. And Pam and I were talking about something this weekend that I think is incredibly important because Pam had a, a, a relationship to alcohol. Um, you know, it wasn't bad, but she had a relationship to, to alcohol that she wanted to change. And at the first part of Pam's um, apprenticeship, it's like, it's all about grounding. It's like, you know, I want to help whoever I'm working with, my apprentice, get into a space where they know themselves. And Pam said that earlier. If you know yourself, you understand yourself, things start to change. And so the first part of Pam's apprenticeship was always about health and well-being. Always is. Grounding health and well-being. And Pam has a very, very, very different relationship to alcohol now. And I want you to talk about that, Pam. Mm. Yeah, so... So yeah, as I as I said, kind of a, a minute ago, my you know my go to thing would be how quick could I get the bottle of wine open when mm-hmm. I get in the door from work type of thing, and that just became a 
that just became a daily thing. And, you know, even saying it there, you're like, oh, if I just said that out loud. But the amount of people who, in lockdown and stuff, yeah. who have gone down that same road. Yeah. And I was at the stage where I had to choose not to drink. If I managed to go a day without alcohol, it was because I had dug my heels in and just, you know, sheer grit and determination. And it didn't happen very often, if I'm honest, you know, because I felt that I I, I needed to have that glass of wine to, to wind down from myself, from, from, from everything that was outside, that, mm-hmm. was, that was annoying me or stressing me out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... Jackie said to me, why don't you try something bit? Why don't you try something else as well? And as soon as the option was put in front of me, I was like, oh no, I don't know, oh no. Um, so then, well, you'll just, you know, you'll do things when you're ready. There's no right or wrong answer. There's, you know, there's no rules. You don't have to do this or have to do that. How, how often did we speak about it? Oh, very, very rarely. A cu- you know, a couple of times because I, I said it was one of the things that I would like to change, mm-hmm. you know. But we've very rarely spoken about... I think once in the all the times we've spoke that we we talked about maybe alternative mm-hmm. strategies type of thing. That's only once. So, yeah, so we've not talked about it. And then all of a sudden I'm in supermarkets and stuff and I'm coming out without buying a bottle of wine. That's odd, mm. you know. And... You know, I did joke to Jackie and say, I don't think I've been in a supermarket in the last 20 years and not bought a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a pork pie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that whole, the crux thing, you bet, oh no, why don't you buy a box just to make sure, mm-hmm. instead of the bottle? Um, and it got to the stage where I was doing a good few nights without mm-hmm. a drink. And that was almost like, Effort, effortless you know I'm not saying the voice wasn't there mm-hmm. but it certainly wasn't as loud mm-hmm. it was screaming at me before and then it was like well you can yeah you can if you want but do you want do you know what I might give it a go not to mm-hmm. it, I don't think it was in even as, as much effort as that it just it just fell away mm-hmm. and you know yeah I'm, I'm, I, I still like drinking I still had a social evening the other night. Thoroughly enjoyed it, but I know when to I know when to stop. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't. You know, it doesn't have to. I don't have to have a drink the next day or whatever. It, as soon as it hits five o'clock, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, amazing sort of. It's like a bit like a bit of a freedom. It's like you're you're choosing, you're choosing opposed to, the other way round. Yeah. I think that's how I that's how I feel. I do. I'm so I'm so proud of you that you are wake, you have woken up to it and you're waking up to it. But what I really, really appreciate is that's all come from insight without content. You'd no clue that was happening. And you kind of caught yourself in the backdraft, kind of, oh, I'm doing that differently. Why am I doing that differently? Oh, right. That's changed. Yeah. But there wasn't this big hallelujah moment of da 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 I don't need to drink anymore. It was it just gently and as you said, effortlessly softened. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, I think there's got to, I mean, there's got to be millions of people out there that, especially with lockdown and things like that, that have got something, whether it be 
food, mm-hmm. alcohol, gambling, you know, some sort I I'll use the word addiction because that's essentially what you're what you're doing, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, there's I'm sure there's spectrums of people being addicted to different things and stuff like that, but you know, there's people are finding ways of changing the way they feel in a number of different ways that are probably not the healthiest for them. Absolutely. And, you know, that's something that, you know, for me, that's something that I really, really wanted to change, but didn't know, didn't know if I could actually, and didn't. You didn't believe, you were really, <laughs> I mean, let, let's get real here, Pam. Let's get really, really real here. Let, let, tell the people the truth. <laughs> yeah, I didn't believe. <laughs> I wanted to, something kept me here. But I just couldn't see it. I couldn't see it, and I just thought, "Oh God, why am I? Why am I the one that can't see it?" Mm-hmm. And and you know, there's been a couple of times. This isn't just you know. This weekend has been a a real revelation in terms of, like I said, the joining the dots is how I would describe it. But it's been a pro, a, a progressive thing. You know, something's landed, sort of. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. And then mm-hmm. something else has happened. And then something else has unfolded. And then th- there's almost like an extra tick at the end of the last dot. And you go, yes. And then you cry and then you laugh. And then you go, <laughs> I've not got to the bit where, why didn't I do this 20 years ago? No, yet? please don't go there. And I'm not, yeah. not going. And you know what? I thought about Charlotte. Why? Just go there and be a martyr. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, what's the point? Because now I know what I know. There is no point. There is no point. There is no <laughs> there point. There is no point. There's nothing to be had from going down there. Just be grateful for what, mm-hmm. where you are now. Mm-hmm. And for me, Pam, it's sort of in that, that recognition, there's also that recognition, you know, that when you're you're working with others too, as you will be, yeah. you know, um, with your chosen group, and, you know, you hear more about that from Pam later on because obviously you're going to hear a lot from her <laughs> she's one of my apprentices sorry folks um, it's important that you recognise that everyone has something they want to change everyone has something a space or place or something that they take to help them feel better or something they do to make them feel better and that's just highly normal that's just how we all work it's just because we haven't learned to be comfortable being uncomfortable with our feelings and recognising that our moods and our thoughts come and go they don't they don't stay around they don't they're not fixed yeah, it's in these moments of despair, we think it is fixed. And because we think it's fixed, we feel we have to do something to get rid of it. And it's also unconscious. Yeah. You're smiling. What's I'm, going on I'm your head? I'm smiling because I'm just, I'm, I'm listening to you, you know, and the whole thing about the changing lifestyle is a small, 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 small part for me. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest thing that's changed is... I can be in my own head mm. now, and that is priceless, you know. And a a fallout for want of a better word of that is that I don't feel like I have to come in every night and open the bottle of wine. 
And that's fantastic. That is absolutely fantastic. But the beauty is that that's only a small, small part. It was a symptom. A, a symptom, symptom of a busy yeah. Yeah, mind. Yeah. yeah. The, the amount of examples I've got since I've started, you know, working with you, Jackie, that I would say that I've noticed that before I would have ruminated about something, I would have said, oh, I, I wish I'd said this, I wish I'd said that, said that, or I wish I'd acted differently, or every night in my head about every scenario at work or in my personal life I just don't do that anymore it's huge isn't you know it? it's in the past so that's it's it's gone and in the future stuff you know I'm so anxious before as well it's like you know I don't about like I do this one thing at a time now and I just love it yeah. It's just amazing. I remember the first time I ever saw that poem in my life. It was about sort of seven or eight years ago. And I was organising an event at the Scottish Parliament. And I'd invited, you know, Elsie and Chip and Jan and Aaron Turner and Jack Pransky and sort of, you know, all sorts of people to come and speak in the Scottish Parliament with me. But not only did I do that, I invited Judy Banks, Sid's wife, and about eight other people to come and live in my house. Mm-hmm. And the run up to this yeah. happening. So I had our three girls, eight other people <laughs> who were either vegan, vegetarian, or meat eaters. <laughs> Stressful. Fecking, or, or wheat free, or you know, gluten free uh-huh. um, in, in the house. And I'm organising this event at the, at the Parliament. And I'm, I also organised a social evening before the event at the Parliament for everybody to come and get to know one another at the house. And I remember Elsie saying to me, she says, Jackie, you've got an awful lot on, you know, you're, you're doing a lot. And it never even occurred to me, never occurred to me what I was doing and, and the magnitude of what I was doing and at all. Like you've just described, it was like I'm doing this, then I'm doing that, then I'm doing this, then I'm doing that. And it was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life to be, yeah, just to be. You know, I, I, I would keep. I was laughing with 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 one of my my mentees in the stage, Sarah, and I was saying to her, I said, I am so laid back about Christmas this year. I'm almost horizontal. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, whatever, you know. And again, that used to be a huge big thing for me. I'm getting the presents, getting everybody organised, doing all this. And this year, it's just like I don't care. Last year, it was kind of like oh, I care a wee bit, you know. And it's just because I know everything's going to be the way it's meant to be. And so what if something's forgotten? So what if somebody says something that's a wee bit dramatic? <laughs> it's just kind of, all they're showing me is where their state of mind is. They're just revealing where they are in that given moment of time. And it's kind of like, that's okay. There for the grace of God, go I. Totally. You know? It's beautiful. It really is lovely. Yeah, you do. You when you just quite when you start to kind of understand this this understanding you 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 realize that you were either living in the past or the future yeah all of the time yep and that it's much nicer just to be in the now uh-huh and i didn't even know what that meant so <laughs> i i like i sometimes i look back at my life and i just think oh what a car crash and <laughs> And I just think, goodness me, you know, I just love it. Absolutely love it now. And this is just, this, and this is the start, as everybody keeps telling me, that it gets better and better and better, and I'm just like, bring it on. 
Absolutely. Well, you said earlier on you now understand what we mean by staying the conversation. Because I mentioned earlier, you can have insights with content and insights without content. Um, At times you get the big hallelujah epiphanies or, you know, you see something. I love the ones where I don't see anything, Mm -hmm. you know, and and all of a sudden I find myself doing something in a completely different way. I love that. It's like I I get to surprise myself, you know, and surprise other people who are usually standing there with their, 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 I was going to say a very Scottish word, with their gobs open, (laughs) uh, which is their mouth open, kind of going, wait, 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 what? (laughs) You know, has my mum been different? I remember years ago, um, I'd arranged to, the girls were all at university in Glasgow and I'd arranged to, to drive through from Edinburgh to see them. And on my way through, the central locking of my car stopped working. And I tried to get it into a, a garage to get it fixed and nobody could take it. They were all so busy, nobody could take it. And we were going shopping in some of the roughest areas of Glasgow that day. And I remember picking up the girls and going, well, the central locking's not working. I said, one of us can either stay in the car or we just go out and, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And they were like, what's wrong with you, Mum? <laughs> so what do you mean? They're like, normally you'd be like, I have to go home. I can't. I, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. It's not happening. And I just thought it was hysterically funny that here was this car, nobody could fix it, tried four or five garages, and I'm like, oh, f- I was going to swear there, but I'm not going to get <laughs> one of those ratings on, you know, that tell you swearing. Um, I just thought, oh, to hell with it, let's just, just have our day and see what happens. And do you want, nobody stole my car. It was fine. I know, we all think that everybody's so bothered about I said, everybody's still bothered in their own heads, aren't they? I know. I remember my grandmother saying that to me, you know, when I was like five, well, I still am five foot ten, maybe. Um, <laughs> five foot ten and I weighed 125 pounds. And, you know, and I remember saying to my gran, I'm like, I just, I feel fat, gran, I feel fat. And she's oh, for goodness sake, Jackie, you're not that interesting. <laughs> and I remember thinking, thought my gran loved me <laughs> but you know you get to see what she meant and it's yeah. like everybody's yeah. so busy in their own heads that oh. it's very rare you'll get a wee glimpse of somebody you know making you the, the focus of their entire life anyhow Pam it's been a delight to have you here for the weekend and Pam's just at the beginning of our journey we're only three months into our apprenticeship which is fabulous because I do love hanging out with her I any last words Pam before I close this off Oh, just a, just a huge big thank you um, for having me this weekend. I'm just so glad that you came into my life. I really am. And it's just a, it's just been beautiful. And I, I'll never be able to thank you enough. Oh, you're going to make me cry. You want to do that. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, like I've always said to you, I, said, I just point you to where the door isn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. the door that you think's there and the door isn't. And I help you see what you're meant to see. But you're the one that's doing the seeing. Thanks for inviting me to my first podcast. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Pam and I have some exciting things planned for the future. Um, but but um, no, you, you've been an, an excellent guest. You've got a gorgeous voice. You're you're uh, a go- you're a gorgeous soul. I, you know, I, I, you, you really Likewise. are. And I'm loving working with you, Pam. Pam is also going to be one of the featured speakers, one of the emerging voices speakers that is happening in an event that I'm holding in January. As you all know, it's been a long-held dream of mine to create a school that had an online reach, a global reach. From 2018, I've been running the Scottish Three Principles School as an in-person um, 
school to teach the purity and the simplicity of the three principles as taught by Sid Banks because to me that's where the magic is that's where the hope is that it isn't a complicated thing it isn't an intellectual thing to understand it's very much driven by a feeling a feeling of knowing a feeling of seeing and Pam's just described that beautifully um, her experience this weekend and, and her experience through our calls before she got here so I live in a nice place. I have a lovely home. I have a fantastic husband. I have three gorgeous daughters. I have a granddaughter. I have a roof over my head. I have enough money to buy food, to, to live a life that, that I'm comfortable with and content with. It's a simple life. And my other businesses, the other sub-brands in my business, I, I do earn very good money and I wanted to do something different. So in January 2022, I'm holding an event on the 8th, 9th and 10th of January. This event will feature 20 plus speakers from all over the world who are either emerging voices, they've either been apprentices or mentees of mine, or they're new voices that I've heard and I just love the feeling that they're coming from. And there will be established three principles teachers that we all know and love and enjoy their lightheartedness and their wisdom. We're coming together on these three days and you don't even have to attend because everything's going to be recorded and you will have access to it. And we will fit in with global time zones. So you can either be there or be safe in the knowledge that you will be able to listen and hear um, all of the, the, the presentations. I've asked all of the speakers to speak in certain topics. These are topics that, to me, are relevant um, for our humanity moving forward into a new a new year, moving forward at any moment in our life. And they've all loved the topics, which I, I, I adore. And it all fits in with my whole thing about being unashamedly human. So the Scottish Three Principles School will hold this. It's the first of four online educational events that we will hold where all of the profits will go to help others less fortunate than ourselves. And for this for first first online uh, meeting that we're doing, all of the profits will go to food banks and charities that support families and children who are having mental health problems. Um, and we are going to donate the money to a particular area of Scotland this time round. And the money will go to food banks and charities that are in Leith in Scotland. This is the area where Sid Banks was born, he was educated, he was brought up and he worked until he left Scotland to go live in Canada. It is an area that is, areas of gentrification and areas of absolute poverty and deprivation. It's one of the topics that I have spoken about in the Scottish Parliament frequently and I've held several meetings in the Scottish Parliament about to try to get change, to try to improve health inequalities, food poverty, poverty in itself. And I am just so delighted that I sent out an email to my colleagues and friends on Thursday last week. And within 24 to 48 hours, everyone apart from one person came back to me and said that they would be absolutely delighted to take part. They love the theme, they love what we're doing. And they're delighted to see a school um, extending its reach globally, a local school extending its reach globally to help others. So 
There is an early bird ticket. It is £147 for three days, over 20 speakers. It is an absolute steal. And by purchasing this ticket, you are giving yourself the opportunity to improve your grounding and understanding of the principles. You are giving yourself the opportunity to learn more about yourself as we head into a new year. You're also going to learn how to share this understanding more simply, more practically in the areas of your life where you want to be able to share this understanding. We're going to be talking about grief. We're going to be talking about love. We're going to be talking about mystery and wonder and all sorts of topics that are just so heartwarming that will really tickle your soul. And as well as that, you're getting to know the Scottish Three Principles School you're getting to help others who are less fortunate. The sales page is now up and running, um, or it will be when this podcast goes live. And all I can say to you guys is please join us. Please help us make a difference. All of the profits of any course that the three Prin- Scottish Three Principles School does will be donated. This time it's in Scotland. Who knows where else it's going to be in the future? We're open, we're listening, and... We just want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to the podcast and to listen to me talking about the school.